0: Hi there, and welcome back for another episode of Make the Shift. I'm your host, Adam Greenberg. If you've been listening to us from the start, you know we've covered a lot of important topics that are top of mind for businesses around the world. From equipping you with insights to adapt to the new hybrid workplace, to corporate social transformation, creating high-performance teams, and most recently, using humor to build a culture of resilience within your organization— I've strived to help you make the shift to being a people-first business and to thrive in these unprecedented circumstances we face. Today, though, I want to change things up and shine a light on the people and the technology that's been helping businesses adapt to this disruption. And there's been a lot of disruption, hasn't there? Vaccine mandates, remote working, labor shortages, changing workforce policies, and the list goes on and on. But through it all, companies like Alliance HCM, and people like my guest today, Alliance HCM's president, Matt Umholtz, are working diligently to make sure your business has the tools, resources, and services to keep moving forward. I think it's time to shed a light on how invisible functions, like payroll and scheduling, were not only heavily impacted by all the changes we've witnessed, but are also enabling the future of work and leading the way. I think it's time to bring the back office out onto center stage. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Hey, Matt, welcome to Make the Shift. How are you
1: today? I'm doing great, Adam. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on the show.
0: No, I'm glad, uh, glad we could, uh, we could find the time together. I uh, really appreciate your time and and friendship and, and partnership between our two businesses. Matt, but before we get started, I just thought maybe you could just uh, bring us up to speed and invite your listeners to learn a little bit about you. I, I understand that you're dialing in from Texas today where you live with your family.
1: Yep. That's right. Yeah. I'm here in Houston, Texas. As far as my family, I've got uh, three little kids. So the weekends are spent at Irish dance competitions soccer matches baseball games you name it and uh and just a few months ago my my wife who actually uh, helped found our business with me about eight years ago call it nine years ago now um, she just left the business and uh, is now spending the majority of her time uh, helping wrangle the kids and, and helping the household uh run so
0: wow so you worked with your wife for eight or nine years
1: yeah, so we—I'll um, tell you a little bit more in a minute, but we—we—we uh, we, we left corporate America and built a company and spent eight years uh, running the business together, and uh, it was uh, is an absolutely amazing experience. A lot of people say that's crazy. How can you do it? But we really made a conscious effort to stay in different areas of the business and not overlap. And it wasn't—it uh, was pretty routine where you'd hear, "Hey, hey, Matt, you're getting in my lane. You need to get out of my lane." So. <laughs> We, uh, you know, we we definitely had the communication down, but uh, you know, our business has grown and our family's grown, and it was just time to uh, uh, give her what she loves and wanted to do, which is spend time with uh, with the kids. So
0: that's amazing. I think I've I've just identified my next podcast guest. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be reaching out to her to get her side of the story.
1: Oh man, yeah, hers may be vastly different, but uh, yeah, a little bit of background. I started my career with one of the giants, spent uh, eight years in sales and sales leadership, uh, left in 2012, built a company from the ground up. Um, you know, it, looking back on my career, I i really, uh, no matter how much you performed a, at a big giant organization, and you still kind of felt like a number at the end of the day, and I tell our team that, uh, you know, my employee number was G257 and I tried to run from that as fast as I could. So, um, you know, built a company to uh, help our our team and our clients never feel like a number. And um, had licensed technology for an eight year period of building that company into a, a couple of acknowledgments on the Inc 5000 list. And um, merged about a year ago with an organization called Alliance Payroll Services, and we rebranded both entities to Alliance HCM, and uh, did that merger because we have our own tech stack and have had it for over 15 years, and are able to do a lot of really fun stuff, um, you know, throughout the country, and and now we're one of the largest independent payroll companies in the uh, in the United States, and we continue to uh, grow and want to um, you know eventually be the largest. And stay there so we don't have any uh any need to exit the business or go public or any of that fun stuff we just want to keep serving customers in a really uh, unique and, and cool way
0: that's very very impressive and it's a good segue because the world is going through tremendous change and with that a lot of business going through tra- a lot of change i mean we haven't seen anything like like this for many many years. I mean, we've never, like the last 23 months has been bizarre, how we live, how we work, where we work, like everything seems yeah. to have changed. And yeah. a lot of these changes have had a direct impact on payroll. Yeah. What, what type of impact have you seen in terms of, I know there's a lot of disruption. So <laughs> what sort of disruption has this move from flexible work from anywhere, uh, caused? Yeah. and, and how are you helping your clients uh, through it all?
1: Yeah. it'd it'd probably be easier to answer the question in the inverse of what has not changed, right? But uh, uh, you know, the world we live in is vastly different than it was a a couple of years ago. I think we're probably all a little tired of even saying that, right? Like this is the world we live in now. But um, over the past couple of years, what we've really seen a dramatic uh, need for in the world is, you know, the compliance elements of uh, the things that are Uh, the things that are going on in the world. So PPP, FFCRA, which is still, it's not a thing anymore as far as active payrolls, uh, but the tax implications after the fact are a big deal. Employee retention credits, businesses can still qualify for those and uh, it can be a pretty uh, significant windfall for organizations uh, if they're looking at those things, Um, just to help them fast forward into the future and continue to grow their organization. So you know, we've really seen those those pieces around the compliance continue to be a huge thing. And, and in 2020, um, the majority of our development efforts as a software organization went to the compliance side. And then as we moved into 2021, we stepped quickly into massive staffing shortages and labor shortages throughout the country. Um, employees wanting to Um, leave their organization. Maybe COVID gave them some kind of realization that they didn't like where they were or they didn't like how the company managed through that piece. So we've seen, you know, a lot of people looking to leave organizations and join new ones. Um, And we've just seen a lot of companies really struggle to find the right talent and they're looking for uh, solutions to help bring in the right people, train the right people. Uh, and be able to onboard them more efficiently into the organization um, in a in a culturally diverse business where you've got folks that are working remotely. We've also seen a lot of organizations um, you know really try to put that culture forward and make sure there's a cultural immersion into the business as somebody's onboarding. I mean, if you think about it, the old days, you know Adam, you could probably walk the halls and introduce yourself to every new employee. So as a CEO of an organization that's got remote staff, like how do you share your vision, your mission, where the organization's going, the organizational goals, like how do you actually do that in a in a remote environment? Well, you have to leverage technology a lot of times and you got to do things differently. And we're seeing companies really, you know, ask us to um, solve those, those challenges. Um, and then the other piece is really, you know, communications, how do you communicate uh, with the team, uh, individual teams, entire organization as a CEO, like how do you actually communicate with the entire organization, especially as the companies grow and, uh, and maintain that channel down to the line level of, of your team? Like, how do you do that? And companies are looking for, you know, tools to do it. I mean, you, you've got Microsoft teams and Slack and stuff like that that can help, um, but there's also other elements of technology that you could leverage, um, you know, to be more strategic in that communication and provide, um, you know, more clear and concise messaging out to your team.
0: I, I mean, there's a lot there to break down, right? Like you basically summarize all the different stuff that's going on. There's the hybrid work environment. There's the great yeah. resignation. There's the lack of communication there's there. And then, and then you talk about, about the pandemic has causing all this. And And if you think about that has entered a whole new set of challenges. Uh, vaccine mandates, um, testing mandates, people uh, not wanting to work in an, in an office environment unless everybody's vaccinated. People yeah. protesting the fact that they have to get one at all. And then there's the HIPAA laws and the rules around, can I ask my employees to be vaccinated? How do I know if they're vaccinated? Or if they're not gonna be vaccinated, they're gonna be tested, how do we keep track of that? And so it, it, there's a it's, it's just a frankly, it's a bit of a mess, um, but um, it's an opportunity as much as it's putting put, put pitting people a little bit against each other. It's also a tremendous opportunity for us to come together and and technology plays a big role. And I know that your your uh, solution and organization onboarding, offboarding, crossboarding, payroll, HR tech is a big part of what you do. Can you yeah. tell us a bit about uh, about what you're seeing in the market and how how you're helping with solve some of those problems?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll start with a question. I mean, when, when you used to start at organizations, you probably remember a, a poster in the break room and everybody sees it. I mean, you may even have it in, in, in your business today or, uh, you know, your tertiary business that you're sitting near to right now. You may have something like that. And it's OSHA guidelines and all this stuff. So, you know, in a remote environment, you know, you don't have a break room. Like they can't walk by and read that poster, whether anybody did or not. Like, you know, you probably didn't. Right. But it's it's a compliance thing. So so how do you distribute that information in a remote environment? And, you know, we've seen the emergence within our business of needing to solve the problem for remote workers just seeing compliance posters. It seems silly, but it's a compliance thing. So when somebody's onboarding to an organization, they can click and read the poster and note and say that they've actually, um, you know, read it from a compliance standpoint. It's just a check the box thing, but it's different, right? Um, we've seen uh, the need to have candidates apply very quickly because candidates, if they uh, if they don't have the ability to apply quickly through, you know, resume parsing and um, you know, text to apply and things like that, that we've, um, you know, really developed for our customers, then they're going to abandon and you're not going to have the candidate pool. If a a candidate doesn't have the ability to onboard efficiently, um, you know, they they will bail and they just won't show up for day one. We've, we had one of our team members' daughter tell us, oh, I'm not going to work for that restaurant. They don't have a scheduling app. And uh, I know that's a, a plug slightly for makeshift, but I mean, it's it's the, rea- it's the reality of, you know, if you don't have modern tools, um, you know, the candidate pool is not going to come to your business. Like you have to have modern tools. Uh, we had a new customer tell us they really wanted to look professional. They're like, we really need to just look more professional because it helps them get, and not only get, but retain the right talent. know just from having some you know technology tools at their disposal um but we've you know we've definitely seen the emergence of the the applicant side becoming more efficient onboarding side um learning in the system so our customers really asked okay now we've onboarded somebody but how do we um, immerse them in the business and get them trained up faster well before they even start day one they can go through a learning track and get all the compliance stuff, you know, the non harassment stuff out of the way in there too. But then after that it's, you know, what are the job duties that I need to perform? What are the basics of the of the role? And digitally go through that and it's store on their record. So, you know, they've done it and and you can reference it, but um, just being able to, you know, get that person up to speed faster. And And the second benefit is you look like you got your act together, right? I mean, I think we're all amazed when we, work with companies that are very large and it's like, you're doing what? Like, how how do you have you got away with that for 25 years? So,
0: yeah, uh, true.
1: Yeah, I mean, we see it because we we're converting those customers from their manual process or legacy system. And it's, you know, sometimes it's pretty shocking. We're like, really? You know, but, you know, it's it's just it's a different world now. Uh, It is the world. So I think we can stop saying it's different. It's the world. And, uh, right. and and moving forward, it's just, um, you know, how do you adapt with uh, you know the world that we're in today? And you know, we've had other events yeah. like this. So, yeah, it's not new to us, right? But- doesn't
0: seem to be going anywhere. This is the new normal, and it's not even new. This has been going on for for several years, and it doesn't look like yeah. there there's an end in sight. Now, you hinted yeah. in your answer to where I was. I am in Mexico. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do also uh, embrace the remote work uh, uh, theory, yeah. and uh, I work remotely uh, through the winter and warmer weather. Um, and uh, and I also have a retail business, so I experience myself what it is that you're talking about with with staff yeah. needing to be compliant and needing to provide them with flexibility and wanting to onboard them and get them productive fast. So I personally not only run a business in scheduling. Uh, software and helping our customers uh, solve these challenges every day. But I, but I also, yeah. as a business owner, experience it directly. Um, so what you're sure. saying really resonates. And in fact, there's a great, yeah. great segue there because I'm in Mexico. And Mexico's famous for tacos. And <laughs> our businesses came together because of a client fuel city tacos, I believe uh, who yeah. needed an employee scheduling uh, application and wanted a, a world class yeah. payroll application. And so that's how yeah. we met and how we came together. Do you want to talk a little bit about about that?
1: Yeah. So Fuel City would not sound like they have good tacos, right? It's uh, but they're, you know, Fuel City's a a, a great business. Uh, they're in Dallas, Texas, for the most part. And uh, in Texas, everything's bigger, even our gas stations are bigger. So this is like, imagine a convenience store on steroids. And a, And a part of their business is Best Texas tacos. So they uh, have some of the best-rated breakfast tacos in all of Dallas, Texas, and it's in a convenience store gas station. So, yeah, uh, you know, little little plug for those folks. But um, but they've grown one. Uh, heck we love we guys. love
0: you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Keep making great tacos.
1: Keep making great tacos. But uh, you know they they were with um, you know one of those big nationally. Uh, recognize payroll providers that uh, shall remain nameless, but they have a ticker symbol if that helps and a red logo. But, um, you know, the uh, <laughs> subtle, I was subtle. But, uh, you know, they, they came to us because of really what we're known for. I mean, we're known for, you know, being a service business first and then technology enabled. And um, as part of being a service business, we always want to listen to what our customers are doing in the market and try to um, do the best thing for them. So we we've always had a, a real um, friendly integration strategy of if you love it, keep it. We'll integrate with it, and if you hate it, we can help you replace it. Um, and these guys came to us and they said, you know, we we want to replace everything except this one little piece of technology that we love, and that's scheduling. And um, it was the makeshift product, and that's actually how we got uh, got introduced. And um, you know that'll it. it as an industry, we've got two flavors of people. We have HR managers who want to replace everything and have a simple, easy to use single database product. And uh, and they have to go through change management because no system's the same. So, you know, if their uh, policy is written one way and the system will only accommodate this way, they got to go to this way, right? And that happens. And some people are, are of that school of thought and that's fine. Um, the other school of thought is, You know, we want to integrate best of breed products like the makeshift product for Fuel City, right? They wanted to keep it because they love it. Uh, And we have other organizations that really are of that school of thought. So they, you know, they want a best of breed performance management system or they want a best of breed, um, you know, industry specific timekeeping system for their manufacturing environment or whatever it may be. Um, And, you know, 10 years ago, integration was tough. Right. Integration was flat file. You import, export. There's errors with that. But as technology has matured, APIs have matured and the ability to connect other systems. And we always joke it's, you know, our system was built open API from day one, but others weren't. So sometimes it's like it were dependent on the other system to be able to integrate. So it's just something you have to ask when you're looking to integrate products. But uh, we're seeing a lot more. call it malleability with software in the in the world to be able to connect. We're seeing aggregators like um, on the personal front, you may see Zapier as a product that integrates tools together. In the HCM space, we're seeing products like um, trade.io and Mercado to be able to integrate two third parties very easily, almost like a, you know, an aggregator of uh, of integration. So we're seeing it become much more prevalent. In the space that that we live in where you can um you know bring two systems together in an easy fashion as opposed to you know i gotta fire this system and move to this other one but the one i have today is better right you should never have to do that like if you have a great system keep it and find a partner that'll integrate with that darn thing whoever that may be i don't know if that answered the question
0: no, it it does, it, it it does, and and I appreciate it, um, and I agree with you, by the way, completely. And we work with with any systems. We're we're very agnostic that way. We just want to provide our own customers with a great experience, and so do you. And and we we enjoy working with you guys. Now, um, just to change track a little bit, you know, I, I joked, you know, I'm spending the winter here uh, where it's warm, and we encourage our employees to to work wherever uh, they want. Uh, just do work, don't go to work. Um, But I am in here towards the end of the year and and year end is also a heavy lift for for payroll. What sort of stuff are you seeing this year in terms of activities that that people need to do or what advice do you have as people and businesses are ramping up towards uh, towards the year
1: end? Yeah, well, first, I'll say I love that mantra of do work, don't go to work. I think that's amazing. And um you know with the with the shift to remote work, which we've all dealt with, and I think every industry had some element, even if you own a restaurant, your back office staff may may not be in the building, right? So and they they may used to come to the back office and now they're like, I'm gonna work from home. Um, I, I think the first thing is really, you know just being progressive and we we can't fight the progressive mindset and be stuck in the old ways. We you have to have a progressive mindset, um, and you have to be flexible, and then you have to also understand, you know how to, um, you know how to measure performance of a remote team member, right? The old days of walking around the office and looking in somebody's office and saying, oh, they, you know, they're on the phone, they must be doing work, like that's over. So, you know, performance management and having metrics and understanding what your team is working on. Um, it is just so stinking critical in this environment where people go remote. And the companies we work with that are resisting it, they don't have those things, right? Like they don't have the ability to measure performance when somebody's not sitting in front of them. And and I'd argue that if somebody's sitting in front of you, that doesn't mean they're doing work, right? But it just means they're sitting in front of you. Um, in,
0: in fact, they may be very unproductive because they they had to get up early, they had to get to work, yeah, now at work. They've lost a bunch of productivity. Yeah, um, you know, we're. I think my, my philosophy certainly, and I know you 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 feel the same way, is we want to drive better business outcomes uh, for yeah. our customers, for our, and better outcomes for our employees, better outcomes for our business and our shareholders, mm-hmm. and that just means measuring people on their on the work they're doing and how they're doing it versus and what the outcome is versus you know how long it took them to do it
1: yeah absolutely yeah at the end of the day it's just you know are are they winning right like is is somebody on your team are they winning and part of winning could be that they don't have to drive into the stinking office every day or it could be that they really want three monitors on their desk instead of two. I don't know if they're day trading or what, but they want three monitors, okay? Get them what they need to be productive and and win, you know? I mean, technology enablement's been a big thing as people went to remote work and uh, people having tools at their home office is different than it used to be. And those things matter. I mean, I've got folks on my team that are like, I need a printer that does these things, okay? I mean, if you need a printer that does those things, that's fine. Like, let's get it for you. You know, yep. I don't want to do anything. It. Yeah, it's like I don't want to do anything to hold you back. Um, so let's let's enable you to win. And, uh, you know, hopefully you have a better attitude when you sit at your desk, wherever it may be in the morning and you can crush it. Right.
0: Right. And let's stay and we'll stay out of your way. And and we're here to support you. I yeah. I love it. I think yeah. we have a lot in common. Um, what what else does Alliance have going on? What, what other uh, activities do you have taking place? Maybe as we look into next year, when there's no more masks and no more vaccine protests and there's no more COVID and there's no more (laughs) climate change and everything's back to normal.
1: What do you have,
0: what do you guys have going on that?
1: Yeah. Remember Adam, we said that a year ago, so (laughs) Next, next year, you know, next year we'll probably be in the same state. And if we, uh, if we predict that, then we'll be prepared and happy when it, when it happens. Right. But, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're right now looking at, from a compliance standpoint, we have this, latest, um, you know, the COVID required, COVID tracking, really. I mean, it's immunization tracking. I've got to put my vaccine card into a system for my employer. Um, it's being challenged in the courts, but, you know, we're really prepared to, uh, to help our customers with that. So that's just a big thing right now. We launched a COVID tracker. It enables the employee to you know, upload their vaccine card and then do the weekly testing and we created some workflows and things around it. So I mean, that's kind of like a big short term thing. Um, To help with remote work uh, and remote interviewing, we we embedded a, a video interviewing tool into our applicant tracking system. So it's not a third party tool. It actually gives the ability to record um an interview right in the app and save it on the applicant record and if you hire that person and they become an employee it memorializes with the record and where that's really helpful is the old days of sitting in the same room and doing a team interview really don't exist much anymore right it's it's more one-to-one um uh, than it used to be even though we can get a bunch of people on these screens it seems to still be more one-to-one so an HR manager has the ability to go look at that recording and then coach on, on the actual interviewing questions and what, you know, um, you know, I saw you asked this question. You gave a leading question here. Like what were your, uh, what were you trying to get at? Let's work on that. You know, situationally you could have asked this, whatever. I mean, it's just a coaching tool. Um, so we've got that going on. And then we've got uh, expense management we're about to deploy. And uh, we see um, a lot of expense reporting fatigue out in the market of, I'm doing Excel and now I've got more expenses because I don't come into the office I've got to expense this uh, home internet and my cell phone and my work stuff so we've seen more um, expenses happening that maybe used to not so uh, deploying a tool to to help with that And then for us you know 2022 will be a, a real heavy lift in moving the employee facing parts of our application into a um, a more thoughtful UI and UX that really admires and um, and really nods to the experience an employee is looking for, right? In an in, in an app, and that's everything interactive with the employee from the applicant to the onboard to the benefits and their enrollment there, and really being thoughtful in how we design for uh, for the employee to interact with their admin team, because in a remote environment or really in any environment, I mean. Utilization is driven by how the thing looks and acts. And if you can't drive utilization, you can't get the ROI out of the back end. Right. So the the admin fund stuff doesn't matter if an employee won't click the button. So we're we're really being totally,
0: totally agree.
1: Yeah. So we're just yeah, really being around how we how we drive utilization uh, to the employee level and increase it. We've got great utilization, but we want it to be better. And we want to, you know, continue to, you know, be on the forefront of how that interacts um, with the employee's life and how it helps in ad- in admin. Yeah.
0: Man, you got a lot. You got a lot coming out in 2022. Very exciting. A lot of, a lot of lift <laughs> and a lot of uh, exciting initiatives going on. That's great.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's a good time. We're happy with, uh, you know, where we're at as a business. We're happy with our. Um, you know, with our customers and the feedback that they're giving us on what we're doing, so it's it's kind of like uh, you know when you do things and somebody says, "Hey, that's good. I like it. Keep doing it. it." It just motivates you to do you know that much more, and and we really feel that way. Every little thing we do, it's like you know, "Hey, you guys are doing a good job. Keep doing you know this, or uh, could you tweak this?" And we're we have a, a user voice in our application where a lot of that stuff bubbles up, and just making sure we're looking at it, responding to it and developing for our, for our customer profile.
0: I, I think you'll agree. There's no better, better uh, compliment than a customer compliment. So that's uh that's great to hear Matt.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um,
0: yeah. Well, Hey, listen, you've got a, you've got a lot on the go. Uh, you're a very busy guy. Uh, I promised a half an hour. We're at 26 minutes. Do you have any final thoughts or any final comment that you'd like to make For our listeners as we wrap up today and as we help people make the shift
1: yeah no absolutely um you know i i think just as we move into year end and um you know employees have been through in their personal lives a a really challenging past couple of years and i i think just recognizing that as a business of you know we we don't know what happens when somebody uh you know Hangs up Slack for the end of the day, or shuts off Google Meets, or whatever they're they're doing throughout the day. We don't know, you know, what they're going through personally. And I think that's, um, you know, personal changes are definitely inspiring the resignation uh, era that we're seeing right now. And it's, um, you know, as as a leader, just being in tune with that, and you know, having those uh, having those one on ones every week with your team, and not making them all a hundred percent about business, but just understanding the humans that work for you, because we're all human and we all have lives outside of work. Just understanding, uh, you know, what's going on in their world and being compassionate, understanding And if, if we're talking to our teams and we're getting feedback, we have to act on it. And, and when we act on that feedback, uh, we're going to grow better companies. We're going to grow better teams. And, um, you know, just understanding that we've got to be progressive and listen right now more than ever to what our teams are telling us because they're going through challenges. Um, so, you know, challenges can be extremely positive or negative, right? But I mean, we, there are great things happening in the world. I don't wanna imply there aren't, but uh, it's just listening and, and reacting and making sure that we're helping our teams. Because at the end of the day, none of us have companies unless we have great teams. So, you know, just well being said. able to be and supported. A,
0: a company is, is not an entity unto itself. It's a collection of people trying to make other people's lives better through their products and services. And so I think you've, you really nailed it when you said, you know, let's, it's, it's, it's the time to be more empathetic, to be more authentic, to listen more and be supportive of each other so that we can get through this and, and, uh, and have a better life.
1: Yeah, that's right. You said it authentic. That's, that's a great way to put it. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, Hey Matt, listen, it's always great to connect with you. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us, for telling us what's happening with Alliance and with your customers and, uh, And for being one of the good guys out there, we appreciate it. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon on make the shift.
1: All right. You got it, man. Thanks for the invite and uh, keep up the great work. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks Matt. Bye-bye now. And that brings us to the end of our podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and will join me next month as we continue to make the shift together. If you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, you can visit podcast.makeshift.ca and do so right now. You can also look for at Makeshift app and follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you'd like to join me on my show or share your feedback with me, feel free to drop me a line at agreenberg at makeshift.ca. If you're looking for an HR and payroll solution, check out Alliance HCM, at AllianceHCM.com. And if you need scheduling, you can reach out to the Makeshift team or me personally. Again, my email is agreenberg at makeshift.ca. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Adam Greenberg. See you next time on Make the Shift.